please, please, it's too much winning. We can't take it anymore. Please, please, it's too much winning. We can't take it anymore. Please. Hey, Patriots. Y'all, I could listen to that all day. I could listen to that all day. He is so funny. Who knew he was going to be so funny? It is winning and winning and winning. I'm going to show you something, a win that we had yesterday that just after I uh, uh, finished my video. Money from the United States. And... Uh we pay for a majority, the biggest portion of their money. And they uh, actually criticized and disagreed with my travel ban at the time I did it. And they were wrong. They've been wrong about a lot of things. And they had a lot of information early, and they didn't want to. They're very, they seem to be very China-centric. And uh, we have to look into that. So we're going to look into it. We pay for, we give a majority of the money that they get. And it's much more than the 58. $58 million is a small portion of what they've gotten over the years. Sometimes they get much more than that. Sometimes it's for programs that they're doing, and, and it's much bigger numbers. And if the programs are good, that's great as far as we're concerned. But we want to look into it. World Health Organization, because they really are, uh, they called it wrong. They call it wrong. They really, they missed the call. They could have called it months earlier. They would have known, and uh, they should have known, and they probably did know. So we'll be looking into that very carefully, and we're going to put a hold on money spent to the WHO. We're going to put a very powerful hold on it, and we're going to see. It's a great thing if it works, but when they call every shot wrong, that's no good. I love it. I love the, it. Uh, Isn't that great? I just i am so thankful. That was a huge win, winning and winning and winning. He knows all of this. He's just, yeah. But he's, he's, what he's got to do is he's got to <laughs> make sure the American people know. You know, he could go in there and clean all this out and stop this and that and the other, but he's got to have our support. He's got, you know, that we know what is the deal and that we are screaming for this, that we support it and we want this. Wow. So I also, uh, for you guys who are new, hey, I'm Melissa, Red Pill the World. I'm so glad that we have our Freedom Force Battalion. We look at the Q-Post, the Q-Post <laughs> and the current events and the Trump tweets in the light of God's word. We're looking at how this is biblical. We are fighting Armageddon. We are kicking out this beast new world order. And soon we are going to be free from them. We'll have a thousand years of peace and health and wealth and all the wonderful things so yeah so check out steve bannon he went off this i found this on uh, the amazing Polly. she shared this henry christinger i do not need to hear from you about the liberal world order at the post you are guilty sir you are guilty you think you got blood on your hands for the bombings back in the vietnam war you have blood on your hands for this you have been the mouthpiece and the prop for these people from the beginning. You propped up the Chinese Communist Party, and not just that, you took the blood money from them. You've been paid for decades by the Chinese Communist Party. It's all going to come out. All the Wall Street guys in business with them, all the corporatists in business with them, all the think tank guys in business with them, taking blood money, it's all coming out. Okay? We're telling you, it's all going to come out. It's all going to come out. And the world is going to stand in judgment of you because you're just as bad as the devils. In fact, you're worse. Did y'all hear him say that? 
you're just as bad as the devil. He says you're even worse. <laughs> Amazing. Kissinger. How old is this creep? He like keeps going and going and going and going. Lord only knows what he's, yeah, it's just bad. And I love recent Steve Bannon. If you guys are not familiar with Steve Bannon, he was the, on the president's team of victory. They acted like they had this big fight. They didn't have a big fight. He went and started this thing called the movement, which I just love the name of that. This movement in uh, in Europe, and that's why Europe is has everyone's donning the yellow vest and, and is is rising up against the tyrants over in Europe. What an amazing patriot! You're watching a show. He is such a strong spokesman for uh, really the Q movement. He doesn't really ever say necessarily Q, but that's what that's what he is doing. What an amazing man! He worked with Andrew Breitbart. If you're not familiar with that, I'm not going to go into all that, but this was another amazing, amazing patriot. So I'm going to play a little bit more. Because you didn't even believe in the ideology. Here you believed in the money. You took it for money. You didn't believe in the ideology. The totalitarian dictatorship. Everybody knows that. You took it for the money. On Wall Street, because you make more money. All the hedge fund guys in business with them, you're just as guilty as they are. Okay? You want to change the world order? Hey, we're going to change it. We're not going to use you. The people who have managed to climb to the West, the party at Davos, the people that in the third week of January in 2017, she came and gave that speech about globalization and, and, you, and, you, and the Economist and the Financial Times and all the party at Davos, all Davos man, said he's amazing. He said the biggest problem in the world is populism, right? And Trump, two days later, gives the American carnage, which is a defense of the Westphalian system, the nation state. And, and she's talking about it. Here's why. All the hedge fund, all the bankers, all the marketing people, all the lawyers, everybody, all Davos man. You knew about the Falun Gong. You knew about the organ harvesting. You knew about East Turkestan and the Uyghurs. You knew about the Dalai Lama and the Tibetan Buddhists. You knew about the underground house Christians. You knew about the underground Catholic Church. You knew about the Tiananmen Square Freedom Movement. Every person in China that's ever fought for freedom you knew about. And you worship at the foot of a totalitarian dictatorship. There's blood on your hands. And trust me, to my last breath, we're going to hunt you down and expose it all. And we're starting with Kissinger. Oh, I love it. I love it. Thank you for amazing Polly for sharing that. That is amazing. This man, I just, I, I'm just so thankful for all these amazing patriots. And he said that we Kissinger is worse than the devil. That's, that's saying something right there. He did not mince words, did he? And we're to, we're to our last breath. And that's the great awakening is that we're not just like, Oh yeah. And just going about our business. We're like, go, go, go. And that's the whole thing about our freedom force battalion. When this is all over, I want to hear, uh, you know, the president say, man, that freedom force battalion, they were getting it. <laughs> they were out there. They were like sharing stuff and getting it every day. And as you know, even though they may only had 10 followers, they were hashtagging, they were sharing. Yeah. It's, yeah, that's that's what I want to hear. I want him to say, y'all did a great job. Um, yeah, and Q just posted. Look what he said. This is a, one of the one of the posts uh, today at three, basically three o'clock. Um, he says, uh, finally be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. Put on the full armor of God so that you'll be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. He says, our struggle is not against flesh and blood. We're not fighting humans here. We're just not. We're fighting. The devil himself and they these people have taken in the devil himself that's what that's who we're fighting it's not a, about a, humans they they've lost their humanity i'm not talking about you know 
people turning into snakes or whatever. I'm talking about people who have given over to the dark side, who have literally allowed Satan to work through them to destroy the earth. That's what that's what Gates was wanting to do is have this this uh, this pandemic so that we would have uh, this this uh, um, chip, you know, and this vaccine, so that from now on we would be under their absolute control. And thank God that's not going to happen. Do not worry. Do not worry. This is not going. That is not going to happen. They are pulling out the last stop. And I know this has been planned for a long time, but this is. Uh, this is what the Lord had told us would happen when sin was evil was at its height. They will be rescued, but not by human hand. I think that's Daniel chapter seven. But anyway, this is what the Lord said. And I'm telling we, this is, this is the, the worst of it. And then we're not, and this is it. This, that far and no farther because the Lord said there would be a rising up worldwide, a great awakening. I'm going to show you that. And, and this is what's happening. We're seeing it. And that's the whole point of our channel is that we're looking at things, all these things from the standpoint of God's word, what the Lord had promised to us. So hang on, hang on. Now I found some, some really interesting tidbits. I'm look, you know, I've been working on this whole thing about gates and that's led me to, so, to research about that. But I'm, I'm going to talk about Passover here in a minute, but first I want to just real quick shout out about these gates. Did you guys know that Clinton means a fenced settlement? a fenced settlement. Did y'all know that? I had no idea. Clinton, a Clinton is a fenced settlement. So what does that mean? It means it's a gate. It's, it's a prison. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a construct to keep us in, in a, in a, in a fence of their making of their control. All these names, give them away. As Q has said, their, their, uh, symbolism will be their downfall. And this is, this, what that, that means. So we have been tangled up in lies, lies, lies. And, you know, I've been kind of researching this matrix movie because I think <laughs> if I had to bet, I think President Trump and the, and the good guys are behind that movie because it's so, it's a, it's a great, it, it helps us to find our way out of this maze. And of course, our, this whole Q movement is helping us to find our way out. And that's really what the Passover is about is to have us get out of this enslavement, how to get out of here and across the Red Sea. And so we'll talk about that here in a minute, but all these lies, and it's so complex and it takes a while to come out of all of it. And you don't know what you don't know. And it just, you know, we're, all of us, you know, have been just trapped in these and all these lies. So we are just about to see that. Um, look at this, you are a slave. This is from the movie Matrix. Like everyone else, you were born into bondage, you into a prison that you cannot see, taste, or see, or touch. A prison for your mind. I'm trying to free your mind, but I can only show you the door. You're the one that has to walk through it. Isn't that what Q has said? Q has said, you know, we are, he says, I can't tell you these things. You have to research on your own. And what he means by that is this, you know, it's, it's not like a one, two, three. It's to come out of this, this maze, this web of all these lies. And it's, it's, it, we have to use our own critical thinking to get out of these things. And like yesterday, I was talking about, you know, the comet. That's another web right there. That whole, you know, the stars is a whole different web. They have all these, and they're cross, crisscrossed over each other, okay? So it's, it, you have to, you know, look, each of us has to look into these things for ourselves. Okay. So, um, 
this is an interesting, I'm just, one of the, one of the pieces, I'm going to have a whole video on the Matrix movie because it's just got so many great clues, but this one is really cool because she's bending this spoon, which is funny, but her point is, you, know, you have to recognize the truth, and he's like, well, what, what truth is that? She says, that there is no spoon. And so I was, I was equating that to this virus. You know, there is no COVID-19. But I mean, what, it, what the point is, is that whatever the media is promulgating and pushing to get us, to direct us, and to make us the sheep where we just go here and there, whatever they want to do, what, whatever it is, whether it's a, you know, a, a storm or a comet or a what, you name it, there is none. It, there isn't one. <laughs> it, it's only of their making the only enemy is them that's what we have to understand so that we can come out of this prison of the mind that for them to you know to stop being able to control us in the mass in mass okay because you think of you know a, a, you know the sheep you know they if you notice they 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 they're just this herd mentality they just move in in the group the group think we've got to come out of that so that we are not led around like sheep. Okay. So, um, I did a video about, Oh, this is one of my first ones. And it's a talk. It's called Q add on Q's army is unstoppable. Great awakening. And this is a really weird picture. I don't know if you can see it on the screen very well, but it's all these dead bodies and they are all of a sudden rising and they're getting sinew on them and they stand up a mighty army. That is the Joel army. It's also from Ezekiel. And so you might want to watch this, but, but the point is this great, the Lord promised us that this day of a great awakening was going to come. And that's what we are experiencing. That's what we're seeing. And I had yet another phone call and this is someone I promise you, I have talked to them. I don't know how many times I don't know. <laughs> And they would always like, okay, Melissa almost pat me on the head and like, and all of a sudden today, this person called me. They're like, okay, what's going on? <laughs> Yay. So I want to encourage you with that, that people, this whole thing, I think one of the things that got them was this, it's like, what is it with the CDC that they are saying that they don't want us to take hydroxychloroquine? when it's been in use for 65 years, that right there is so, it's, it's such a slap in the face that it'll just wake people up. It's just like, <laughs> wake up. That is huge. This is not a center for disease control to help people not to have diseases. It's a center for disease control to make people have diseases. And the world health organization is to destroy health, not to foster health. So that's, yeah, a lot of this is just no, not it's not it's not adding up. And you know, in the in the Matrix movie, there was that thing where the it was a deja vu, the cat, you know, the twice that the, he saw the cat, and it was like this. The media is the Matrix, and they are controlling us, right? And all of a sudden, if you see something that just doesn't add up, that they kind of it's a glitch. It's a glitch. That was a glitch for them that they didn't they didn't plan for this chess move. They didn't plan very well for, because they should have known that President Trump or, you know, was going to say, you know, the hydroxychloroquine. And then what was their, what was going to be their counter move? And that's the whole thing. He's kind of gotten them. That's the whole thing about chess moves. It's he got, he gets them into a place where what, what's going to be your response. And when they have to say they don't want it, then people wake up. 
that's and and it's forcing them to think because you know people are busy they're trying to raise their kids and that's the one great thing about us going home and being you know kind of sitting down and stopping all the regular busyness because we have to sit and think about it it's forcing us to sit and think well, what is going on with this and every person i've talked to seems like is like something else is going on besides this so just don't forget to, you know, have something you can hand someone, tell someone about the fall cabal, tell someone, you know, anything you feel like is, a, is it something you feel will help them, you know, pass this along to them so that if, you know, in that quiet moment, they're saying, you know what, I want to, I want to see what's, what, <laughs> what Melissa's talking about. Right. And I'm telling you, it's been goodness. What do you know? I don't even know. Probably three years. Yeah. So this, that was, that was a very nice phone call. I knew that phone call was going to come. So just hang in tight, hang on tight. Cause your phone calls from the people are going to come to hold on. Okay. I'm not going to go into this in detail, but this is just kind of where my thoughts are and what is coming up in the future. And if you wanted to, you could research it for yourself. And that is um, the, in the, it remind me also of the book of Enoch because in the book of Enoch in chapter 75, this is why it's so good to just listen to a lot of these, these ancient texts and this, all this information, uh, as long as you know it's good, so that maybe you won't need it today, but maybe it'll be in another month or two that it'll go, oh, wait a minute, wasn't there something about gates? And so I went back into the, into the book of Enoch, and it talks about, at the extremities of the earth, I beheld 12 gates open for all the winds from which they proceed and blow over the earth. Three of them were open in the front of heaven, three in the west, three on the right side of heaven, and three on the left. Isn't that like that 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 cube I was telling you about? Okay, and so I'm not going to read into read this, but uh, you know, just something so you can think about it. That this is they've used this these these satanic forces. I was telling you we're not fighting we're we're fighting a spiritual battle here. This is a battle between good and evil. This is a battle between the holy forces of holy angels versus the evil forces, and we're all in this epic battle together except for some of the people who are still asleep right <laughs> they're just being pawns and so um yeah how they are they use some of these gates and they've locked us down in this uh i was going to show you i have a picture of like a prison of the mind you know there's just this prison and so that that we could not find our way out and so anyway it's a, it's a very interesting passage right here. Uh, and almost talks about the Stargate and, and, uh, there's a lot of wrong stuff about that. Okay. Whenever you have something that's really good and true, like Nasara, then what was that? <laughs> I heard a beep. Anyway, when you have something good, you'll have something really weird coming up also you'll have something they'll, they'll they'll take it and they'll twist it and they'll make it out like oh you don't want to look at that because that's i don't know who's beeping at me hang on real quick okay let me see if i got i may i think it was something out of battery anyway they'll have they'll take you into videos where it'll totally make you go oh don't look at that that's just you know trying to debunk it okay that doesn't mean it's not true you know it's it's really just let's just pray whenever you're researching just ask the lord to guide you into all truth and he promised that he will um okay so anyway i'll be talking more about this i was also thinking about all these gates watergate and you know iran gate and everything you think of they have they put the word gate and i'm thinking that's their way of saying okay this is another gate we're going to slam the door closed on their freedom slam the door closed on their uh 
whatever it is, you know, to keep them hemmed in this prison of the mind. I really do think that whenever they put the word gate on the end of it, that's their way of, okay, how can we make this where it keeps them all these sheep in this little, little corral, but they can't ever get out. And that's the whole thing about our Lord Jesus is that he's coming to set us free where we have, we're safe, but we can come and go and, and not be under a, and uh, he doesn't want to imprison us. Isn't that beautiful? All right. So this was great. If you've got people who are a little bit worried about, um, you know, this COVID-19 um, or any disease. I think it, I think that hydroxychloroquine is a huge cure as well as the MMSdrops.com. Okay. Remember I told you about that, you know, that I do every day. Okay. Constantly, you know, and I, and it's very, very inexpensive. So look at this. This was so great. What's this man's name? Uh, Dr. Mark Segal. This was beautiful. He's talking about his dad. He says his dad was like having struggling to breathe. And, and he says, he didn't even say at first it was his dad. But anyway, let me see. If I'll play a little bit. Oxychloroquine and antibiotics per his cardiologist. He got up the next day. He was sorry. Fine. This man is my father. Tucker. And antibiotics per his cardiologist. He got up the next day. He was fine. This man is my father. Tucker. He was wow. so, so that sick. Is... He couldn't breathe. He thought, this is it. I'm, you know, this is the big one, Alice. I'm dying. I'm, this is it. I can't breathe. And, you know, when you get this, this fluid filling your lungs, you feel like you're going to drown. And all of a sudden, they, they gave him this, the hydroxychloroquine, and bam, he's good. So I put this on my, my Freedom Forcer, okay? Don't forget my, my page is Freedom Forcer, so make sure you're, you're with me there. You guys, did you hear about this? More winning. Okay, where's our video? Where's our video of our president saying winning, winning? You're going to be sick of winning. Please, it's too much winning. We can't take it anymore. Please, please, it's too much winning. We can't take it anymore. <laughs> so, okay, y'all, get ready for this one. Oh, my goodness. So this was, um, I mean, Cures, the WHO, the Fed. The, the 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 children i mean it's just so i'm dizzy i'm dizzy with the winning he's calling out gates calling out cdc it's just go 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 so he this is where the u.s appeals court hands win to trump plan to resume federal executions do you hear that <laughs> oh my goodness okay i'm gonna read a little bit of it this is um from Reuters, the Trump administration's effort to resume federal executions got a boost on Tuesday from a U.S. appeals court, which tossed a district judge's injunction that blocked four death penalty sentences from being carried out. They said, no, we're, we're putting a hiatus on that. We're putting a stop to any of that. Since 2003, okay, these people have been in there. Okay, so a two-to-one ruling by a three-judge panel, three panel of the U.S. Court of Appeals from the District of Columbia circuit could pave the way to the Justice Department carrying out the first execution of federal death row inmates since 2003, although other issues remain to be litigated. The two judges on the, uh, in the majority, Greg Katsas, Naomi Rao, whatever, were both appointed to the bench by Republican President Donald Trump. The dissenting judge, David Tattle, was appointed by uh, Bill Clinton. The court concluded that U.S. District Judge Tanya Chutkin was wrong to find in her November ruling that a law called the Federal Death Penalty Act requires the federal government to follow all execution protocols in the state 
where the execution is supposed to take place. The two judges in the majority differed on what aspects of state rules the federal government should have to follow. In other words, they're like, oh, well, if it's going to be in the, uh, the federal government has to abide by the rules in the D.C. So, or, or whatever state where this is supposed, this execution is supposed to take place. So if D, the D.C. court says, no, we're not going to have it, then the federal court has to follow that guideline of, what, of that state. So basically, it makes the state have to, you know, rule over the federal government for federal crimes. In other words, crimes against our country, even crimes against humanity. Okay. So now they're like, no, this, you don't, you don't have to follow what this, that state's ruling is because they had, this is what's so important about having uh, judges, good judges in place because you can get rulings so that we can get justice in this world. And they never thought in the world. They thought they had this thing locked down six ways to Sunday is a, as Schumer would say, then there was no, you know, no way they could get out, get, uh, get prosecuted. And it says, the Bible says that when, when justice is not swiftly executed, men are fully set to do evil. And that's what they were, they just fully set. They're like, hey, we can just get away with any crime unknown to man. Awful. And this is the thing. If you're a righteous person, you love God, you love people, you're not going to break laws, whatever the law, whatever the law is. But these people don't, or don't think that way. They are, we're not fighting humans. We're fighting people who've taken in demons, okay? Look at that, Dear George wrote, Dear Deep State, start thinking about your last meal requests now. Love we the people. I love me some George, the collective Q. Oh, he has so much great information. Definitely, definitely follow him. He's just so great, so thankful for him. Now, we're jumping into Passover. Today is Passover. Um, uh, tonight, the, here it is, the 8th, and when the sun goes down at sunset that is the beginning of passover and i didn't realize it was 3500 years ago since passover there give or take uh that the lord commanded the israelites none of you shall go out the door until the morning wow so it reminded me of the revelation 11 11 that says after three and a half days like 3.5 3.500 years right god breathed life into them and they stood up this is our second Passover. This is the fulfillment of Passover. This is when humanity is being set free from our slave masters. That's what's happening. Watch and see the salvation of the Lord. Like Charles Neston, right? And the, now I'm going to teach you something that you might not know about. It's, it's a, some technical things about Passover that if you're a Christian, you probably don't even know about. All right. So first of all is here's the calendar and you see that here's the 14th of Nisan which is the 8th of April. And so this is a, uh, you know, the beginning of the Passover festival and it's eight days. Okay. So it starts right here. Um, and they're actually going to have it, it last night was a, what they call a pink moon. It's a, a full moon. So it starts on a full moon. All right. And so it wasn't really pink, but they do it pink because of, uh, the, it's a springtime. It's a, the, the April, uh, uh, full moon. And so I, I found that interesting, especially in the light of the children, the children being rescued. This is all the Lord set in the heavens and that this was the end of their evil practice. This beautiful pink moon, like our president wore that, that tie that was kind of like blue and pink. All right. So I'm going to tell you a little, cause I didn't know about this. 
quite simply, the Torah itself tells us on numerous occasions that we're cel we are to celebrate the Passover for seven days. If you're outside of Israel, we celebrate for eight days, and it goes into the details why. All right. So the Midrash explains that although the Jews left Egypt on the first day of Passover, they were pursued by the Egyptians until the parting of the Red Sea, which occurred seven days later. I did not realize that. I don't know if I ever heard it before. Maybe I did and I just forgot it. But okay, so you've got, they. so today is the first day of Passover. Today was the day when the angel of death uh, went into Egypt, the firstborn were killed, but he passed over his people. So it would not, it would stand to reason that real quick here, we're going to, you know, if we're going to follow this, 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 uh, guideline in the, of the fulfilling this, these stories from the old Testament, like Purim and now Passover that, that we would be told, okay, the angel of death, the COVID has passed over and we're good. Which I, they keep saying, oh, well, the numbers are coming down, whatever, if you watch it. Um, all right. So, and it occurred. Um, okay, the red, the red sea. So then they, they leave. And at some point the bad guys, the, the Egyptian soldiers, you know, Pharaoh sends them out to go chase down the people of Israel. And they've been, you know, it's going to take a while for these people to move because it's just such a huge number, millions of, I don't know what, I think it's 1.5 million, 2 million people. It's some crazy number of people that are moving and they've got goats and they've got children and they've got old people and they've got wagons and they've got, they're loaded down with all the things that they've taken that the Egyptians were like, take this stuff, take it and go. Right. Um, and so then the stupid Pharaoh, the stupid deep state cabal, these people are so stupid. They're still fighting, even though it's just, it's the same y'all. It's the same thing. They're still like, are you still fighting? Even though, you know, don't you see what's going on and you're still fighting? Anyway, just like, and so that's why you're like, he, Pharaoh's heart was hardened. And now you see how it happens. These people, they're just, they just double down and triple down and quadruple down. Anyway, so now they, whatever, two or three days later, he sends out these, the troops to chase them down. And then they, you know, they have this big thing at the Red Sea. So we may have another thing where, you know, to see the Red Sea part. And there may be something else that's kind of freak us out before this is over. I don't know. I'm just saying they got freaked out at the Red Sea because the bad guys were coming. But if you remember, the Lord put the, the, uh, the pillar of cloud to, to keep the bad guys away because they couldn't get around the pillar of cloud. The Lord was like, nope, you're not coming. You're not coming. You're not hurting my people. So we're okay. Do not let it, whatever happens, trust the plan. Do not worry one little bit. And then they got across. We got across, we're getting our, you know, everything, you know, we're to safety and the bad guys then get, they foolishly went <laughs> into the Red Sea and they got covered over. I mean, we're really in the chase scene of the movie. We really are at the, at the, at the culmination of this amazing movie. Thus, all the Exodus started on the first day. It was not completed until the seventh day. So we, uh, we celebrate these seven days. Okay. So that's what I want you to see this, the seven the seven plus one day if you're outside of Israel festival. All right. So, um, and it starts on that full moon, which was last night. All right. So now, um, that I'll, I'll put the link below to all that. Um, so if you're not, if you haven't brushed up on, on the story, I'll put this link below. Most of you know the story very well of, uh, of, of, um, 
Passover. And so what happened there? So the people, let me see if I'll play a little bit of it. But that's all the different plagues that have been going on. The land. It's darkness. The time had finally come. After 400 years of waiting, there was only one more plague to wait for, the one that would bring freedom to God's people. Moses spoke one final time to Pharaoh. He told him that around midnight, that very night, the Lord would travel through the land of Egypt. Every firstborn son would be struck down and killed, from the firstborn of Pharaoh to the firstborn of the slave. Even in the face of God's wrath, Pharaoh refused. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Each man is to take a perfect male lamb for his family and kill it on the fourteenth day of the month. Then they should take the blood from the lamb and put it on the sides and tops of the door frames of their houses. On that day I will pass through Egypt and strike down every firstborn, both men and animals. But the blood will be a sign for you, for when I see the blood on the door frames, I will pass over you which represents when he sees that you have your true faith in Christ, your true faith in the Lord, that you're honoring him with your life, that you have put your faith in Christ to wash away your sins because of what he did on the cross. He said, he said, he sees that blood and he passes over. He passes over you. And, and in, the, in other words, the angel of death does not come to punish you. And so the, the, the thing is, he's not going to punish you and Jesus. Jesus has already taken your punishment on the cross. Okay. There are those who harden their heart against the Lord and they don't, all bets are off. Moses listened and told the people of Israel what to do. They obeyed and in his grace, God was faithful to his promise to pass over them whenever his angel saw the blood of the lamb. As Pharaoh saw his own son struck dead, he sent for Moses and told him to leave, he and all the people of Israel with all they had. God had kept his promise. His people were free. He led them through the wilderness and gave them commands so they would know how to follow him. In those books of the law, he commanded them to celebrate how God passed over them when he saw the blood of the Lamb. This would remind us of his faithfulness as he delivered them from slavery in Egypt. It would also point them forward to the ultimate Lamb of God, Jesus, who would take away their slavery to sin forever. Isn't that a great movie? Okay, so I'll put the link to that below, the Passover story for Seder. All right, so, and we can celebrate it also. Normally what we do with our youth group is we have a Seder. And I'm going to show you a little video about it. But my favorite part about it is that you have your, your juice, your grape juice or wine, whatever. And so um, you would have an extra, set, extra seat there for this Elijah, and which is our Lord Jesus, okay, and so he that he's our special guest in, in all ways, right? He says, um, he says, open the door and I'll sup with you, right? I'll uh, uh, be with you. And so at one point they you know pretend like knocking on the door, and it, it, someone of the children would go and get open the door and pretend like they're bringing Elijah in to come and sit at the at the table. Isn't that fun? So yeah, that's a, one of my favorite parts. And the other favorite part I have is where they take the the afikoman and they wrap it in a in a in a in a 
napkin, okay, uh, linen napkin, and so that's a it's a piece of unleavened bread. In other words, it's a symbolic of someone who doesn't have sin. That's our Lord Jesus, and he's wrapped in a linen cloth, and then they hide it away, and that's a symbol of his, that he was that he was hidden away in the tomb. And so then they go and get the apicomen, and the, the person who finds it gets a prize. It's a, you know, it's so symbolic of finding finding our Lord Jesus, finding Christ in your life. How, how cool is that? But so they have a special dinner to, to remind them of all that they had been through in their bitter bondage. And, you know, we all can relate to this because we have all suffered horribly under the new world order. Um, just let me see if I can make this smaller. So I'll show you a little bit of this video. It's also the name of the ritual meal eaten during the Jewish holiday, Passover. Passover celebrates the Jewish people's escape from slavery in Egypt, as told in Exodus. The Seder plate is the meal's centerpiece, and each item holds symbolic meaning. Zeroah. The shank bone represents the lamb sacrificed at the Temple of Jerusalem during celebration. Beit Sah. An egg also represents the Passover sacrifice, as well as the cycle of life. Haroset. This paste, made of apples, nuts, and wine, resembles the bricks and mortar the Jewish slaves were forced to make. Maror. A bitter herb, usually horseradish, represents the bitterness of slavery in Egypt. Karpas. A leafy vegetable is dipped in salt water to represent the tears of the Jewish people. Chazeret. Another bitter herb, eaten with haroset and matzah. Now that the Seder plate is in order, get ready for the rest of the feast. All right. Isn't that cool? Isn't that cool? So they had this celebration. It's so funny because um, I went and, and we had everything set and we were going to hide the optical. I don't know. We were doing something and <laughs> we came back to the table and the, the, the shank bone was gone. Well, it's like, where's, like, where is it? And I realized, buddy, remember we all met buddy the other day? Buddy got it. Buddy had taken the, the bone, he climbed up on the table and gotten that bone. Anyway, isn't that great? So it reminds us of all the things that we've been through. We won't ever forget for the next thousand years when we have peace, that we're going to remind our people what life was like without Christ ruling the earth and how it was just, it was, it was just impossible. <laughs> the wars and in just disease and famine and depression and lack and poverty and frustration and family breakdown and all that. We're going to tell them like, yes, what's horrible. It was horrible, but Jesus came and saved us. All right. So I'm going to read a little bit more of the Q post before we go. So Q just posted. Isn't that great? Are you glad to know about Passover in case you're, you're new to that? It, I hope that pulls it together. And this is a great opportunity for you to do something like that with your family. There's tons of videos about if you want to go into more detail and have one of these celebrations for yourself uh, with your family to, because we are really, we're supposed to do this. This is a, a perpetual a requirement, not of a law, like he's mad at us, but he wanted us to know what these, these uh, festivals were so that we would recognize when he was coming, when, when, when this day would come. And part of the way that we're able to know that is because we see, oh, Purim is being fulfilled right now. Uh, and we see, you know, Passover is being fulfilled right now. Okay. And so it, it was, it was getting us ready for the day when this would come. We've been waiting for this for 
literally 3,500 years. How cool is that? All right, so yeah, um, so I will go on just to tell you a couple things that Q had talked about. This, um, the mass hysteria is being pumped to help D's gain support for changing voting methods. You know, in my opinion, it's just not gonna help. It's just not, it's just, there's, you know, they've gotta try, but it's not gonna help. So, all right, read and discern for yourself. So important for each of us. And, and to encourage others to do that, as you talk to people, just to say, we're not a cult. We're not following Q. We're just trying to get to the truth. We're trying to break out of this matrix. Okay. Um, nothing to stop to regain their power. Um, have you ever witnessed the media, Hollywood, D party full? I think that means every Democrat, whether they're in the state government, whatever, wherever they are, um, F leaders, F media, et cetera, push so much hatred towards a sitting president. Never. Never. So something that should wake people up. Right. And all these, I mean, this is the ultimate FF, isn't it? Flag. Isn't this the ultimate, this, this pandemic, right? Why are division tactics necessary, coordinated, defined propaganda, infiltration instead of invasion? That's what JFK said. They will stop at nothing to regain power. We know that clearly they have proven that they will stop at nothing. And then our wonderful John Durham, someone was saying, and I would, I would not be surprised that we're not, that, I hope this is the thing that we're, we're getting these arrests. That's what it certainly seems with all these ships out down at Gitmo, right? That the, these arrests are happening. And, and then after that, then Durham will come out and say, I've got all this information about what they've done. You know, and, and I've got, uh, I've, you know, got it all. You know, I've been waiting on this report. Um, here's, here's the report. And these people have already been arrested because they are such extreme dangerous criminals. John is a dedicated prosecutor who sees things in absolute terms, says H. James Pickerstein, a former chief assistant U.S. attorney general who hired Durham in the Connecticut office in the 80s. Pickerstein said Durham relied on a very on good versus evil version of the world while overseeing the probe of former Governor uh, John Rowland. So yeah, that's what we've got to do. It's not, it's not a partisan thing at all. John Durham is not a partisan. He's just trying to make sure that no one, you know, cause it's going to be Democrats and Republicans who are, who are in, in getting up. There's no doubt about it. it. You know, so if you, whenever you talk to people, make sure that they understand that this is not a, a partisan issue in the slightest. You know, and, and I know it says Democrats here, but there's so there's so much guilt on both sides. Okay. <clears throat> now, I say that, but we Q talks about here here in a little bit. He is going to talk about where is it about the the, the Chinese and how they are controlled. I guess it was Joe M talking about they are so many of the D's work for the Chinese. Anyway, these are determined to undermine election integrity protections using COVID as a prop. So I won't read all of that. You know, you, I'm sure you guys go to other channels that go into a lot of these other details, but, um, and I haven't really researched them. So if, if I find out some other things I wanted to share with you about that, I will do that on my next video, but uh, I'm going to go back now and do some more of my uh, research. So I'll have some more goodies to share with you. Let's always, always pray. That is your number one. It said this in the, it actually in the matrix movie. Do you remember the part of the matrix movie when they went, they were hiding from the sentience and they, the 
they call them squiddies and they and they went and they hid in this one little spot and at one point they were hiding and then the guy opened his eyes it looked like they were just going into a quiet place to stop and pray you know because they were always with the busy busyness of the world as we always are and and they said no we need to stop and you know what i'm taking it as a symbolically that we stop we go in a quiet place and we and we pray and we ask the lord you know, to, to do all these things that we, rather than fret and worry and be afraid, we go and we ask him and we call, just like I've told you guys to do. I don't have, yeah, my little thing, you know, you can take, you know, that little, you know, prayer flippy, you know, prayers for emotional homeless, take it and, and, and use that as your, as your help to pray or, or verses. Like I always do. I go and I read these verses and I say, Lord, uh, we're asking for you to fulfill this in our day. Okay. That's, what we need to do. And he's, he's, um, you know, that that's, that's our only, that's the, that's our offensive weapon is to, is to pray. And he was talking about, you know, that normally that they would go in and hide or run, but then would they need a Neo to, to like, to go and lead the charge and to, to be, to, to go offensively. This is what we do in prayer. This is a spiritual battle. Okay, our struggles not against spiritual forces. Well, you can't get, you can't see the sentience. You can't see, you know, you don't know who is the bad guy. So that's that's why we pray because the Lord can see them. He knows who are the good guys, who are the bad guys. He knows, and that's how when we pray, the the power of the darkness falls. It's a it's a spiritual miracle. Okay, so let's. Seriously, don't ever leave my child before we pray together and pray on your own to, to bring down these strongholds, okay, where we thank you that you have given us this great offensive weapon to fight with. Thank you that we are all here joined together in this Freedom Force Battalion, that we are here to learn together, to encourage each other, but most importantly, we're here to pray and to seek your face. And we thank you, Lord, that this, we know this is being fulfilled in this day, but this, this is no doubt a real battle a real war real lives are at stake and we can make the difference as we call upon you and we bring down these spiritual forces we know that the enemy does not want us to pray so that's the first thing that we're going to do is pray and ask uh, for miracles to happen we ask you to protect our military we ask you to protect each child we ask you to to uh, bolster each healthcare worker. We ask that all those who are doing evil will be thwarted at every turn. That they will be, uh, they will, their power will drain from them. That they will, that they will, it will melt. We pray that more, more believers will wake up and they will join this fight. That the entire world will awaken and fight and uh, and and uh, against the forces of darkness. Oh Lord, we thank you that this is going to happen, and we we want for there to be as few casualties as absolutely possible so we know that's our part we we aren't we aren't going into the tunnels we aren't going into into some of these places to arrest the people so what we can do is to is to pray to support them so this is um we ask that you would use our prayers to destroy the works of darkness and taking with all prayer as it says in this passage we are that's with all of our hearts we're joined together to plead and to, and to, to see this happen in our day. We pray all these things in the great name of Jesus, because you, Lord Jesus, went to that cross and your blood can stop the death angel. Your, your blood can wash away sin. Your blood is, is the perfect blood 
that um, that takes away the sins of the world. We praise you. You are your blood is, is the one that has the power to work all these miracles because of what you did on that cross, Lord Jesus. You are the King of the world. You are the one that um, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess, whether in heaven or on earth or under the earth, they will confess that you are the Lord to the glory of God the Father. So we praise you because you are able, you are worthy to open the book and to break the seven seals. We praise you that we are living to see this day. Thank you, Lord. We pray all these things in your great name, Jesus. Amen. Okay. Love you guys. I'll talk to you soon.